people of Earth. We have come to upgrade your cosmic consciousness. DNA activation ready in three, two, one. Hi, welcome to Q&A on Breakthrough Leadership. I'm Lou Quinto. And I'm Craig Anderson. Our topic today is going to be effective coaching. And we're going to look at effective coaching from the angle of performance management. Uh, what Craig and I have talked in previous videos about being able to be a good coach, not just a manager of your people. So what we're going to do in this area is we're going to cover three topics. The first topic we're going to cover is what a coach is not. The second topic that we're going to cover is the coaching conversation. And then the last topic that we're going to talk about is going to be how to control the flow and not the outcome. So those are our three topics today. So Craig, why don't you kick us off and talk to us and what is not coaching? Sure. Well, I think it's, you know, people get really confused sometimes with what coaching is and it helps to define it what it isn't. So coaching is not the mentoring relationship where you're kind of putting the arm around the person and telling them, you know, here's how I did it. Here's the lessons I learned. That's, that's much more of a mentoring conversation. It's not the consulting conversation, which is here's how to do it. Here's, here's where I've discerned a problem. Here's the solution. Go forth and, and take care of it. Uh, and it's not therapy. Therapy is dealing with kind of the past issues that maybe got you to where you are, but we don't dive into those deep issues right. when we're coaching. What we're really doing is coaching is talking about where you are today, where your challenges are, what your goals are, and building a plan to get there. And coaching, inherent in coaching is the idea that you have the answers for coaching. We're just helping you as a coach get to those answers and come to, you know, help you get through the thought process and build in things like accountability and working with you to build the plan. Right. But coaching is really the coachee or the, you know, the, the staff member that you're working with is, is helping them to succeed by finding the answers in themselves. So coaching is not the mentoring, consulting role or the therapy role. Uh, it is really much more about taking you where you are and getting where you, where you want to be and helping you get those answers inside yourself. Yeah, so. and it, it, asking that is not question is important. We talked about in problem solving, where you not only ask what the problem is, but what the problem is not. Right. Uh, reminded, you know, my father used to tell me when I was growing up, curfew was at 11 o'clock. It's not at 11.01, not 11.02, it's 11 o'clock. So you've defined that parameter. And I think you've done a good job in saying it's, it's not providing them the answers yeah. and then telling them to go go do it. Uh, it's letting them find it for themselves. I, I hate to be uh, sexist uh, uh, in, in a way of using a sports analogy, but it's almost like a, a coach on a football, a basketball, or baseball right. team or something where you've got an individual who's got the talent and you just need to help them to realize that talent. And a lot of times realizing that talent is not giving them the answers. It's taking them and asking them to assess the situation and providing them guidance along the way so that they don't incur any obstacles. Yeah, and I don't want to get to be 100% purist about it. Aspects of consulting and, and mentoring come into that conversation right. from time to time, but it's really important to understand when you're shifting into it, almost sometimes even naming it. Hey, all right, here I'm going to give you some advice. I'm giving you more consulting here then we can pull back to coaching. So aspects of that can flow in, right. but it's really important to kind of keep in mind, you're trying to help the employee find answers in themselves on how to be successful so that they can be, you know, it's like kind of what is the, uh, you know, teach them how to fish thing, right? right? So you don't have to continue coaching over time because they'll have to start to build those thought processes to solve problems for themselves. Sure. Okay. 
Good. The second topic that we're going to cover in this area of effective coaching is going to be how to work with the coaching conversation. Yeah. And, and the coaching conversation, you know, in, in my perspective, it varies. It changes from person to person. You can take a very high performer and take a very mediocre performer. Those conversations are going to be to two totally different conversations. Right. Uh, but I think each conversation needs to be focused and centered upon a goal. And so that's where the conversation truly takes on its own personality with a different person that you're going to be talking to. So if you've got that high performer uh, that's been doing well, that's been meeting all their numbers and everything, uh, that conversation with their goals is going to be a lot different than the mediocre performer, the C performer, that you want to get up to the B because those goals aren't going to be as high. And so part of that coaching conversation truly comes down to the goals of where that individual is. It's almost like situational leadership. Right. You need to know when you're going to be or how you're going to be coaching different individuals. And that becomes tough for a leader because a lot of times we're caught up in our day-to-day -day activity and we just want to apply, we like shortcuts. And so I'll apply the same recipe or the same right. prescription for every single person that I'm working with. That's, that's not going to help. That conversation changes differently amongst each employee. Yeah. So B's are mediocre? I thought that was, I thought C's, C's were thought mediocre. C's were, C's were, C's were, well, low yeah. performance. Anyway, it doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, differences in terms in, uh, in our approach. At any rate, I think the coaching conversation too, the big thing is everything you said, but I also think it's about how you approach the conversation. The coaching conversation is, is not, let me tell you how to do it. The right. coaching conversation is active listening. Listening to what they're saying, asking questions to probe deeper, helping to get into more what, what the holdups are and to get real clarity around it. So instead of kind of just sitting back, you know, the wise old one on the hill who's going to dispense information on how to get through your problem, it's really about listening to what they're saying, listening for those cues, asking questions to kind of get to the root of the issue, and then bringing them back towards, all right, right. so what are we going to do? What are we going to do when we run into that block? What are we going to do when we get to victory? You know, how are we going to celebrate when we do achieve the goal? But it's, it's, the coaching conversation is so much more about active listening right. and probing, not about you know, just you know, tolerating them talking until you get to jump in and tell them what to do. Right. There's a time and place for that in you know, executive leadership, but not when you're having a coaching conversation to help somebody grow. Yeah, and, and I think conversation, usually when, when people hear that word conversation, they think just one way. It's right. I'm conversing with you. Yeah. Conversation is a two-way street communication. And I think your, uh, your, what you brought up about uh, the probing, yeah. asking open-ended questions. You right. may know the answers to those questions, but by asking a probing question, what you're doing is you're getting that person that you're coaching to truly, in their mind, start to take a look at the situation right. and to start to identify some of those answers on their own. So that goes back to the asking people why they're doing certain things or why do you think this happened? How do you think you would approach this in the future? To get them to put themselves in a perspective where they're looking at the situation that you're talking about to help them get to their goal. So questioning becomes a huge part. And if you're asking questions, you said, obviously, listening. Right. All right. The third topic that we're going to cover is to control the flow in the coaching conversation, but not the outcome. And I think we kind of touched a little bit on this in yeah. the second topic there, but why don't you expand on controlling the flow? Right. So controlling the flow is about having that conversation and not getting so wrapped up into, here's where I'm going to get you to. It's kind of co-creating what the outcome is going to be by asking them questions to help clarify it. So it's really something that they own right? because you're trying to build them up. So when I'm saying control the flow, not the outcome, you're, you're keeping the conversation moving. You're, you're helping it through the rough spots. You're helping them think through the issues. 
but you're not designating the ultimate place where you're going to end up. Right. So it's it's let's get them there. Let's control how the conversation goes. But the person needs to set the goals, right? As the mm-hmm. leader and the manager, you're always kind of involved in the global growth. Ooh, I can't talk. <laughs> you're not uh, in the in the goal process, but it's really helpful to not kind of drive them to where you want to be. Sure. Help them kind of get there themselves. Yeah, and I think that goes back to the goal setting. Yeah. The, the goal setting, obviously, if I'm dealing uh, with, with a C or a B employee, uh, my goals aren't going to be as big uh, right. as they would be for someone who is, a, is an A performer. And controlling that flow is also getting them not to overestimate their potential, and particularly if you know that they don't have the skill level currently or the ability to get to a top, top goal that in their mind they want to be the best right. is spoon feeding them those goals. And so you're controlling that flow as you're going through. And again, the only thing that you're, as we say, don't control the outcome. The only outcome is the goal. And that's what you're trying to drive them for. And so you've got to be able to truly take and, f- and get that conversation, that flow of information, of, of training, uh, of self-awareness, identity, to be able to get that person to be able to accomplish the goals that he or she or, and you have set for that person. I mean, I, I had a client recently who, you know, they had, we were kind of going through it and I wasn't setting the goals, but I was asking a lot of questions about, right. all right, if that's the goal, you have to do this many of how much to get to what outcome. And through that kind of persistent questioning and digging into the issue, they came to realize that the goal was completely unrealistic. Mm-hmm. And so that's an example of I didn't tell them what the goal was, right. but I knew when I heard it, I was like, wow, that's pretty much a stretch. So, so you know, the consulting conversation is, that's a terrible goal. It's completely unrealistic. Don't do that. Yeah. That's kind of consulting. But when you're shifting into the coaching role, it's, all right, let's peel back the layers of how you're going to get to that goal and control that so you can actually get clarity around what it's going to take to achieve that goal. Yeah. And that, I think, is a great way to illustrate the difference between kind of a consulting and coaching yeah. is I'm not telling them what the, the outcome is going to be, but I'm going to help them make sure they know how to get there because they've thought it through. Right. And you bring up a good point there because if, if, you, want, if, if you want to visualize the flow, the flow is goal at the top of the sheet of the paper, and then the flow is the plan of action with the deadlines, the milestones that the person is going to accomplish to be able to get to that goal. That's controlling the flow, is to help them create that strategic plan and to be there to remove obstacles that may be standing in their way of accomplishing a particular goal, uh, to provide them opportunities where they get additional training, uh, on-the-job training, shadowing, whatever it may be, uh, to be able to accomplish those. So I, I see on a visual aspect, it's goal and the and strategic plan, and you've got to focus on that strategic plan and those milestones to be able yeah. to control that flow. Absolutely. Okay, so we're at that point. Key takeaways. Well, I think the key takeaways to me is, especially if you're doing this as kind of a manager or leader to an employee, is to really kind of make that mental shift to, all right, I'm a coach here. I'm coaching them towards where they want to be, and really kind of approaching that meeting with your employee that I'm coming at this with a coaching mindset and be very intentional about how you're asking questions and not driving the conversation. Right. And so that's kind of my takeaway today. Yeah. Yeah. And my key takeaway is coaching is part of performance management. If you want a well-functioning team, uh, what you need to do is you need to take each individual and look at them as individuals, not as an entire group, uh, so that this way you can take those people who are not your peak performers and get them up to that peak performance level right. by by literally being their 
for them. Uh, coaching, as I tell people when performance management, it's not the annual review. That's not where that's the beginning yeah. of your coaching uh, career, if you want to call it with that with that particular employee. Uh, coaching needs to happen on a regular basis. Uh, it needs to be on a monthly basis, where from that annual review, you're going to schedule monthly or maybe biweekly initially uh, reviews with them. And again, going back to our controlling the flow and not the potential outcome. Right. Uh, so it's it's creating that strategic plan with the employee and then maintaining that plan by contacting them, meeting with them, catching them doing things right, which I think we've said enough in, yeah. in enough videos. Oh, yeah. Those That's part of coaching as well. Don't catch them doing things wrong all the time. Try to catch them doing things right. Yep, absolutely. Okay. All right, that's it for this episode. If you enjoyed the video today, please uh, hit like uh, and subscribe to our channel and uh, share it with your friends. You can find all of our past content on qaleadership.com or now all of our episodes are on your favorite podcasting platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and others. So please check it out there. And for now, that's it for Q&A on Breakthrough Leadership. I'm Craig Anderson. And I'm Lou Quinto.